Welcome to Podcast by Default. It's your girl, Kim. It's me, Chris. Hello. It's Angela. How you doing? Yeah, that's the Angela that sounds like Jess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today on Podcast by Default, so we, not that we couldn't figure out a topic, it's just that Ange could not be with us tonight. So we decided to just do something more fun, lighthearted. And if you guys remember one of our earlier podcast episodes, we did something like Flash Round by Default. So... Um, we decided to do something like that again. We're just answering a bunch of questions, kind of like a mix of that episode and our very first episode, which if you haven't seen those or heard of those, go check that out on our channel. Um, but yeah, uh, we decided to just do something like that. Keep it lighthearted since we don't have a lot of people and we don't really have the energy to be, you know, having some deep, full on research discussion. We decided let's just do something fun, something where we can just talk and kind of just engage in some good conversation kind of needed during these times so our first question would be what is the last movie you guys watched and how was it did you like it did you hate it would you watch it again i guess i can go first on this one since i've kind of burned myself out on watching tv shows and i've been watching films in between playing video games <laughs> one of the last films i've watched is bad teacher it's on netflix and it's such a good film like i thoroughly enjoy it and i'll probably watch it again so basically bad teacher is um this main character she's like is it cameron diaz i do not know the name of the actress but how she plays the role is she's this basically badass woman who doesn't care about anything uh so in the beginning of the film by the way spoilers for bad teacher if you haven't seen it it's an, it's, it's a pretty it's, old film you should you should have already watched fiona. it just fiona it's bad teacher by the way cameron who? diaz Ah, so Yi, she basically starts off with quitting her teaching job because she's gonna get married to this super rich guy and she, she's a really superficial girl, right? And she only she only wants him for his money. She spent like over a thousand dollars in the past month and he breaks up with her, the engagement's broken off and she goes back to her teaching job. And she doesn't care about teaching so she only shows uh, films in school and doesn't actually teach anything to the students. And she starts saving money uh, for to get a boob job, so she can try and marry a uh, try and marry a rich guy, so she can have her life like set and stuff. And she becomes a better teacher, like in the actual middle of the school year, because uh, the students have like a state exam that they have to do, and the highest scoring class gets like and the teacher with the highest scoring class gets a bonus so that money would go into her trying to get a new pair of boobs and she breaks into the the place where they have the answer sheet for the estate exam and her class scores the highest and then there's a, a teacher there who's who's really envious of what the protagonist is going is trying to do and then she pulls her own shit and it's it becomes a huge crazy mess what grade does she teach i do not know uh, but they're grade schoolers i actually have seen like a clip of the movie but i can't remember which one i just feel i remember seeing like a small part of it but i've never really watched it i think i should watch it though 
it, it's a it sounds good it's a solid sounds film it just shuts your brain off and enjoy the film what about you jess what was the most recent movie you watched the most recent movie i watched i think i have i've been on like i've been watching a bunch of tv shows so i think that the last movie i watched was scoob and you guys already know my thoughts on that movie um i feel bad because i my kids as if i'm a mom my siblings really do like it I get it because they didn't grow up with Scooby Doo as their entire world like I did. It's it's just it's just not a, it's not a Scooby Doo movie. You can say it's an okay animated movie, but I was promised a Scooby movie and that is not what anyone received. And I don't want to go into it because I I, I want to be a, an adult and I'm past this, but I'm actually really hurt. So I don't. Want to. Well, speaking I would of not Sco- watch it again. Well, speaking of the Scooby Doo franchise, I actually just showed my little sibling the very first one like you know the first one in, that was in theaters and i just remember because that was the very first movie i've ever seen in theaters my parents took me when i was a baby when it came out and i literally asked her i was like have you ever seen this movie she's like no because it obviously she was wasn't born so i showed it to her and i remember like i feel like it was one of those moments where i can just remember and not really remember but it's like you i kind of remember watching some of these films like it just started coming back to me but i can also remember like just i don't know i just remember my movie trips um where it was just me my mom and my dad like years ago it was one of those things the live action scoobies um yeah no i loved the live action ones i remember yeah um went to my home country my dad when i was like nine and he bought me like those like like movies he got me like like it was like scooby and like a bunch of other movies in one it's scooby doo 2 monsters unleashed one of the cds and we couldn't figure out how to play it in english but i had memorized the movie basically so i could watch it in, in spanish even though i don't speak spanish <laughs> it's just like i know i know what's up <laughs> i genuinely forgot how ni- how nice those ones were because like i've just been seeing the newer ones and i'm not too crazy about the new ones even the newer series i'm not too crazy about but this one i even my sister like she watched like she watched some of the newer scooby series and she doesn't really like them as much so when she saw this one she was like yeah i like this a lot and it was nice it was honestly that was probably the most recent movie i've watched but aside from the scooby ones i did watch like like i don't i can't remember which one i watched first though it was it was within the past few days so it was basically it's a bollywood film i can't pronounce it but um it's it's basically like another rendition of romeo and juliet but i want to see how they did this one and i don't know something about the movie i liked and something i didn't it's Golion Ki Ra- Okay, I'm not even gonna try this anymore. Just Ram and Leela is pretty much the characters as Romeo and Juliet. And like, it's. If anybody knows who Dipika Padukan is, I hope I pronounced her name properly. She's in it. She has an amazing um, dance number in the end. That's probably the reason why I watched the movie because I love the song. And it's a good. It's not bad. I actually kind of like the movie. It's just, I don't know if I. It's not one of the movies that I like to the point of rewatching again. You know what I mean? I liked it. It wasn't bad, but I think it definitely had a lot more killing than I would have liked. But then again, that's how Romeo and Juliet goes. But this <laughs> particular, yeah, but this particular film had twice as much killing. I don't remember Romeo and Juliet very much, but it wasn't like bad. But it was also a very modern day version of Romeo and Juliet, and then it had a lot of like instead of the party. So you know how Romeo and Juliet they have that one. I don't remember what the party was for, but they had a party, and that's mm-hmm. how the two of them met. This one instead, it was like for Holy, you know. So. They basically met and faced each other when they, everyone was throwing the colors 
the colored powder, which was cute. I kind of like that. And then where her dance number is in, the one that I like, that song kind of came up when, um, how do I explain it? This one kind of came up during, I don't know which, okay, I'm Guyanese, guys. And yeah, Guyanese has a lot of, Indi like, if influenced by Indian culture. Pe some people will try to say no, but like, it is. And I'm Indo-Guyanese. So like, I guess I should know this, but I also was raised Christian. I wasn't raised Hindu. And my family definitely doesn't have a lot of knowledge on certain things. Like we, they do, and my family will explain to me. But I wasn't raised with a lot of Indian customs, more like just Guyanese Caribbean customs, right? So if I'm getting some of this stuff wrong, just know that's the reason why. But I don't know exactly what festival this was for. I have to look into it again. But either way, she was dancing. But one thing I did like about the movie, I kind of like how they changed it up. Like the dynamic wasn't like two beefing families. It was like two. It was like I don't I don't know if it was supposed to be like one village and two like opposing sides or some mafia stuff but the main like the juliet's mom was like a whole ass mafia leader basically and she was one doing half the shooting and killing and i can't say i hate her <laughs> some real badass shit not gonna lie to you strong independent woman yeah like that's our that's our um feminist queen right there <laughs> even though she chopped off her finger Ooh. her daughter's finger yeah oh, damn oh, that was a, that was interesting how, how, how long did the romeo and juliet know each other in that movie i don't think it was for four days i think it was longer than that thankfully. so i remember like romeo and juliet it's like so hyped up from like the moment you're born mm -hmm. the moment you actually read it i remember reading romeo and juliet being so disappointed man i thought it'd be it an sucks. epic love story just two dumbass horny teenagers who killed themselves because they're stupid the relationship lasted longer than four days i can tell you that because they met during holy and then i'm pretty sure when i said her dance number took place during let me see Christmas. she invited him to celebrate navratri i'm looking at the hypnosis right now guys because i want to just make sure i'm getting everything right and navratri is like a whole I, th I believe they do fasting there's plays and a lot of cool things i guess i just don't i want to know when does navratri i think it's like to my knowledge guys if someone knows more than i do please correct me nicely but i'm pretty sure holy is usually in the springtime at least that's how i know they do it in guyana and navratri is in probably right before Diwali but I don't know if it has anything to do with the start of Diwali but all I know is it happens before Diwali usually because Diwali is usually in October and Navratri is in October okay yeah so technically this movie takes place in a span of months which I like because it's realistic mm -hmm. not I'm horny let's get married yeah I can root for them more if it's spanning over months like I know I called them stupid for killing themselves but that's not like not to make light of suicide I feel like the play makes like they were just like you did all that yeah. Girl, you've known for three days for a guy, you've known for three days a guy. Exactly. Sure. And at least for this one, one thing I also did like about this is the fact that, like, it was more realistic. There was a part where they had a fallout where I think the two of them went away to get married, but one of the differences is that I believe it was set up by the heads of both families to, like, pick her. I have to rewatch this movie, I guess, if I really want all the facts, to go find her. And then they brought her back. And then after some time, she ended up taking over her mom's mafia because after the dance number I like, which I will probably link this down below, guys. I actually really do like the song and her dancing. Immaculate. But basically after that, the mom, the head mafia, they call her Ba, she basically gets shot. So then her daughter, Lila, needs to take over. And basically- when after they the two of them broke up ram takes over the head of his family and she takes over the head of theirs so then the two of them have to start negotiating and it's just it kind of shows that it's to me it's realistic but when you're opposing sides of the family at some point the two of them were destined to turn on each other and that's what happened to be honest with you they even had arguments that had to do with like the 500 year long beef so i think that i like this movie because 
some of it's more realistic than i love you let's get married let's go kill ourselves like seriously <laughs> all on the first date <laughs> yeah exactly but that's pretty much those are two of the most recent films i've watched i don't think i can remember another one their story forbidden love is the story of oma and shu from avatar the last day of under I like I like the story of Omashu better than friggin' Romeo and Juliet because at least that story is kind of cute in comparison to Romeo and Juliet. It's hella cute. Yeah, friggin' story of I wish that I was the glove that was on your hand so I can touch your face. Bullshit. That shit was so dumb. I remember all the girls in my class being. And I'm not trying to be like a little pick me by the way. This I know it's gonna make sound like a very pick me thing. But I know I remember a couple of the girls in the class actually were like, "Oh my god, that's so cute!" And then like the very few amount of girls. Anyone like, in my class thought it was. Yeah, I don't know what kind of what type of airheads I had in my class, but they were like, "Oh, that's adorable!" And then the rest of us were like, "What the fuck? <laughs> that's kind of weird." But I I was fourteen and awkward, but I'm still awkward. Clearly, I'm in my twenties now, and I still think that scene. That line itself is dumb. Maybe I have to reread the story again. I don't feel like it though. Well, aside from movies, guys, do you guys have any guilty pleasures? What are some of those? I have a couple. Um, one is 90 Day Fiance because it's like the dumbest show, stupidest drama, and the weirdest people. Like, no offense, like, those are real people. I'm just saying, like, you're, that the show doesn't do the best in pay to you in a great light. Mm. There's some really genuine people. I, I don't want to be offending people, but not that, not that I'm ever going to see. I'm just talking to you guys, but, like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad saying it because they're real life people. Yeah, but yeah, that show is like people watch it to make fun of it, and that's it, you know. But it, it's entertaining. I have to say, it is. I feel like that's I've seen some it. of that at an um, Rose clips. <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't been. I think it was like the few times I tried to watch it. It was always ironically the times where they were focusing on the boring people or the people that didn't have a really crazy story. I know a lot of people. Like, the normal people. And Rose quotes are like a TikTok trend now where they're like dubbing it into like their OTPs. I'm like, no, I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear that. Get it away. You're my best view. No, <laughs> like- stop. No. It's so funny. I love that. I love that. I love that song. I tried to use it once, but it's so funny to me. It's so funny to me, bro. I don't know how. No, I was gonna say so many things work with that song that like it's just there's so many different ones. You don't even know the the TikTok will start. You don't even know which one you're about to listen to. That's the funniest part about it to me. I was gonna say my other guilty pleasure just started like this week. I've never seen Glee. I've never watched it. But like after Leah Michelle got canceled, no, I decided to look into it for like the other singers because they're like stand this one, stand that one. So I was like, okay, I want to see, I want to hear them sing. So I've been looking up clips and just singing clips like basically all week because a lot of them can freaking sing. Um, like Amber Riley and Naya Rivera, like the, them two specifically, I've been looking for their songs everywhere. Like uh, can't get enough of the Glee clips because I like their voices. Honestly. <laughs> I never really watched Glee. I think I was never really the type that was into like certain like I, I don't know if I wasn't into the idea that there was like covering different types like different songs or popular songs. I don't know if I was never really into it, but I have heard a lot of them sing, and a lot of them are really like really good. I don't think I've ever heard Leah Michelle sing, but I think the, no, I think I've heard her sing once, and she was never really that great. I don't know though. I can't speak. She has about. a good voice, but like the whole like I've seen like clips where they don't sing in Glee. The whole thing is like, oh, we can be talented, but we have to admit that she's like so much more talented than us. I'm like, no, she's not. 
<laughs> they were, so many of them were way better singers by a lot. <laughs> I, I watched, like, I don't know, I've seen the whole thing she got cancelled, but because I never followed the show, I never really knew exactly how to react to it, but, um, I saw someone basically some of that apparently her apology was, like, so half-assed, like, well, I'm sorry if you chose to get offended, I don't know, though, guys, I never really read it, I don't care enough to read it. I like I that all of her cast members that were defending her, though, was like, okay, wait, was she an absolute brat? Yes. Was she horrible to work with? Yes. Was she the devil incarnate? Yes. But I just don't think she's racist. <laughs> Which, like, okay, she can she can be evil to everyone. I don't know. That doesn't that doesn't make her racist if she's like e- equally evil to all. So it's just <laughs> funny how like even if you're defending her, you have to be like, yes, she sucks. <laughs> Not for the reasons you think. Because they they're also trying to make sure that like people don't call them out for like hiding the truth for her. They're like, yes. She is just as horrible as you all say, but she's not racist. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> that's that's actually funny as fuck. She might be a bitch, but she's not a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Chris? What are your some of your guilty pleasures? Oh, um, one huh? of my guilty pleasures right now is dating simulators, and I am embarrassed to admit it, but they <laughs> are just so much fun. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Should be sorry. Would you like to describe these dating simulators so I can like... The characters are hot and the stories <laughs> yeah. are cheesy. Is it kind of like, like fan fiction on the wall or like... Yeah, I think it's like the, basically the like self-insert fan fictions but in video game style. Yeah, but oh. the, it's really not fan fiction because it's an original story. Oh, that's cool. All right, well, I can't judge you for that because I know at one point when I, was, at least when I was younger, my biggest um, guilty pleasure was fan fictions. And I invite everyone to judge me for the ones that I just listed, and I'm absolutely gonna judge Chris for what he just. <laughs> I'm not gonna I mean, go into I'm more being... detail about the dating sims I'm into because that's just too much info. But it's nothing bad, I promise. Well, see, I just, I just have to like google search specifically like a list of like different types of like guilty pleasures only because sometimes i can't think of something so i try to look at other examples and then something pops into my mind and i'm literally staring at one that says watching keeping up with the kardashians such reality tv i could tell you that is a guilty pleasure of mine also because maybe they they're always heavily criticized but i'm always here like yes but i need to watch the moment when kim whipped chloe's ass with that freaking handbag i need to watch <laughs> it's looking rude don't uh, that's not how she said it at all but like yeah I'm not really into the newer seasons, though, because the newer seasons are, like, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I'm just not into the newer seasons, but I do live for the old seasons. It just reminds me of the time when life was simple and me and my cousin would just watch them and make jokes about them, pretty much. Kim, there's children in Africa dying. Cousins in Australia. Yeah. Wait, what did you say, Chris? Kim, there's children in Africa dying. Oh, my diamond earring fell in the ocean. It's gone. Kim, there are people that are dying. Oh, God, I love Courtney. Oh, my God, Courtney. So I thought you funny. were talking to Kim for a second. I was oh, just no. like, what? <laughs> Her watching Kardashian's not going to change that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, something, oh yeah, that's... something I do enjoy watching is the Car the Sims, which is basically the Sims version of the Kardashians. They're so funny. The Kardashians. Oh, so, I like Simjian. So MGM, that's so yeah, funny. That, I, that's, yeah, I love that. Uh, I love the one where it was like the very first episode always will always kills me. Where like, um, they're like, you guys said you guys want to get orange soda. We changed our minds, Kim. Whatever, you guys are fucking rude. And she goes to the bathroom to cry. <laughs> I remember that one. Um, I love when they were poor for a day. That was so oh funny. God. I don't know. Oh. I haven't seen. I have to watch more. Only see the ones so you guys good. like sent me. 
Oh my god, okay, I'm so sorry to bring it back to the most previous question, but I'm really saying it says reading adult novel like Fifty Shades of Grey, and that kind of just reminded me one of the most recent movies I watched, which I'll just put as a pet peeve, because I don't really have a pet peeve for re- watching movies like this, but I, if I do come across, not a smutty novel, but again, it comes with a fanfiction thing, I, not really, I don't really have like a preference on who I'm reading for, but sometimes if I receive people's work of art or reading, I'll probably read it just because like i try to see if people are good writers i don't know i guess i guess quarantine's maybe so like i'm just intrigued to see what people can write but um <laughs> that's a word for it kim considering the fan fiction we read as a group the other day oh no <laughs> chris no but <laughs> the one thing that's 50 shades a great thing reminded me of I had, that technically applies to the last question about the movies but i'll put it in this one as well just because I do find still find a little bit of guilty pleasure when it comes to reading fan fictions. It doesn't have to be smutty though, guys. I'm not always in that type of thing for me to be like, oh, I'm gonna read about having sex with uh, God, Chris Evans. Like, no, <laughs> that's not what I'm reading. But the Fifty Shades of Grey, I did watch that movie 365, 365 days. What's that about? So I heard people comparing it to Fifty Shades of Grey. Is it another toxic relationship? Uh, yes, 100%. I've never really watched Fifty Shades of Grey, so I don't exactly know what that's about. I only watched like I the haven't out- either, but I've made fun of it so much where like we've we've gone online and we've searched up quotes and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I have a general idea of what that's about. Was say I know what happens. No, um, Alex. I did watch Alex Alex Myers version of that, so like that's kind of how I know what the movie's about. But three hundred sixty five days. That movie's basically like if any of y'all who are listening to this have read mob fan fiction like i don't know harry styles being a gang leader or freaking give me someone else uh, i don't know somebody else who's fine as hell being a gang leader like those types of fan fictions and this is basically what 365 days is because what's his name in the movie massimo crap what's oh yeah yeah, yeah. massimo is his name in the movie only because the guy's name also starts with an m in real life he's kind of cute he's actually ha- no no i'm not gonna say he's hella fine but apparently he's kind of problematic so i just I, I'm not gonna go stand him because he's good looking because I don't have time for that. But um, the movie's basically about the guy's a gang leader. He runs a gang. His family's are just a bunch of mobsters and all that kind of stuff. And um, pretty much, I think it starts off with his dad being shot and he got shot as well. Like somehow the bullet went through his dad and went in him. Something like that. And a generational I, bullet. Yeah, pretty much. And to be honest with you, I have to tell you that I watched every moment of that movie from thing. I kind of had to skip through it because I wasn't too into the storyline. Let's. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be honest here. I wasn't into storyline. I was kind of just skipping it. I kind of knew some dusty scenes would come, but I don't know why my brain was like, let's just still watch the movie for fun. I think because everybody was raving about it, so I was like, let's give it a fair chance. But basically, fast forwarding, he basically there's this girl. God, I can't remember her name at the moment. That was so irrelevant to me right there. Whatever her name is. She's a beautiful girl, and I guess he fell in love with her. And I don't know if she had something to do with him. I think she might have saved him or something like that. She ba- He basically kidnaps her. Oh, no. Like, mm-hmm. Later on, like years later after he gets shot. I don't know what happens before then, because again, I was really just fast-forwarding through this movie. Let's remember this. He basically kidnaps her, and he gives her 365 days to fall in love with him. Like <laughs> he said, Giddy and the Beast, but like freaky. The yes, Freaky Deaky. Pretty much, he gives her 365 days to fall in love with him. And he's like, oh, you know, I love you, whatever. And then she ha- she's in a relationship That's with so him. Creepy. Yeah. Well, he's in a relationship, and he got his people to find her boyfriend cheating so he can give her proof. So she could be like, oh, thank you for saving me from a relationship. But she doesn't give up, by the way. She's pretty much... what One thing I kind of like is the fact that she's, like, not like, okay, I'll do what you want. She's just like, well, fuck you, bitch. Although he doesn't take that, like, the moment, the moment that she'll, like, if you like, oh my god, can you stop up against me? She'll be like, well, sorry, you're in the way. Like, even if it's, like, regular banter, he'll literally, like, somehow push her up against the wall. Don't provoke me. 
or nothing because you know, like the line are you lost baby girl like what oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was basically hilarious um but moving on yes there are dotty scenes all right yeah, i've seen both of their asses and i'm really honest with you for the podcast sake i've definitely um skipped through those yeah sure totally did i'm kidding but no i don't even know what i was really like what is going on here I'm a grown-ass woman, all right? Like, Anyway, that's pretty much what the movie's about. She has 365 days to fall in love with him. And she's pretty much said that she's not going to. But she, he basically said that, like, if you're not in love with me by, like, your next birthday or, like, in 365 days from now, I'll let you free. And she's like, okay, fine. But she starts making some deals. Like, I need my phone back or whatever. He gives her a phone back. And, again, your girl skimmed through this movie. But basically, I don't know. They're arguing about something. They went to a club and she's really provoking him. And she's really, like, pissed that she really dislikes this guy. Then the next day, this is right before the iconic... Iconic, when I mean I buy iconic is that everyone talks about the scene. The yacht scene, right before then, this bitch falls into the damn water. And he has to go save her. And then she starts falling in love with him because what happened? The girl, he saved her life. And she's like, you saved me. And then shabang-a-dang-dang happens. And then moving on from that, they're in love. And then she, they meet his ex-girlfriend who vows to kill her. To kill, what's her name? Laura? Laura. They, she vows to kill Laura. Long story short. And the movie ends by basically thinking that they killed Laura. And I'm like, girl, what? How do you think you killed Laura? You lost me when they sugar bad bang bad bang 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 That took so many unexpected turns. Yeah, well then she's basically in love and she's like set. Like, I I love you. I love you. I don't even know why she made this. Girl, let's just say it must have been good if she really just made one switch like that. But she basically, he basically meets the ex-girlfriend girlfriend's like i'm gonna kill you she's like i'm gonna protect you she's trying on prom dresses they make her dye her hair and they give her this wow. ugly wait yeah. wait prom dresses Not prom. Wait, how old is she wait did, did i say prom no sorry i meant wedding dresses oopsies <laughs> <laughs> she's like they're all grown they're all grown as adults okay so at least nothing fully so illegal quickly. sorry i don't know what the fuck just happened there i was really i'm really confused and at the end of the movie spoiler alert it shows that she's died she died in that tunnel because somebody plotted to kill her and they couldn't get the to her in time. Girl? Yeah, Laura. She ended up dying and, and he fell to the ground crying. And I was just I was just there like very bad ending. Would not recommend. <laughs> Don't like it. He the only perks of this movie is that he's fine, she's gorgeous, and if you're into it, they do just shabang dang 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 dang. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But it's not like it's not like, oh my god, I need to watch this movie. I just want to see what the hype was about. And my guilty pleasure now has been reading fanfiction. Not really smutty ones, though, because I really don't... Eh, eh, eh. I'm not going to go tell everybody this information, but reading at least people's writing. That's been my fanfiction, and that's not... Yeah, like, whatever... I've read some Chris Evan ones. Literally, people I don't even stand. I'm just like, ooh, let me read this. Ooh, let me see this. Ooh, this is on my timeline. And we just read. That's one of been one of my guilty pleasures. Also a pastime for quarantine, pretty much. But I have to tell you guys about this 365 movie i mean would i recommend you guys watch it uh that's your choice i'd rather not yeah like that's your choice i feel like i've already lived through it with you with your great lady i didn't even pay attention to sport the interesting parts and the most important parts i didn't even like like listen to i was just like yeah yeah that happened but it took a long time to explain that so i apologize for the extended (laughs) so yeah um it's break time for us right now we'll see you 
you'll see us in two seconds. We'll see you in ten years. Who knows? We're gonna be old people by the time we come back. You're gonna hear me talking like this. Anyways, yeah. See you after the break. Okay, so as you can tell, it's really hot outside because we are now in summer. It's summer. We're days away from the first day of summer. So, with all of that being said, drink your water because with summer comes heat and with heat comes dehydration. And with dehydration, well, you know the rest. Just drink your water. It's very important. No matter how much you hate it, it's very important. So with all that being said, please drink your water. From all of us here at Podcast by Default, we all like to chug water and you should as well. This has been brought to you by Podcast by Default and sponsored by Water. Welcome back to Podcast by Default. We are back from the break and oh my gosh. Kimberly, is that you? Oh my gosh, it's been so long since I've heard your voice. It's, it's been years. I haven't heard Hi, you how are in you? Twenty years. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How are the kids? Wait, they're like awful. You, you oh. know, you have twenty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Half of them are adopted. Are oh look, Chris, what type of time machine did you go into? <laughs> Oh yeah, we're like in our 40s. He's like in his 80s. The one I invented. <laughs> he invented sliced cheese. <laughs> just kidding, guys. We are back. And before the break, we were just answering some questions that we did. We're just doing like another like flash round type of thing. And we're just discussing random things. So you guys can join the discussion with us if you like in the comments. Because that's all you guys got. To do with us anyway so yeah right now we're just like answers of questions having good conversation yeah and it's 3 a.m so if we start saying some weird out-of-pocket stuff just know it's late we're tired it's crack boy hours so yeah <coughs> yeah <laughs> so i got a question now all right this might make it i think this is a really good creative question if you were a king slash queen what would your throne look like? I'll let, I'll let Chris take this one first. I think he was really excited. Okay, so you guys know that I really enjoyed the first seasons of Game of Thrones, not including season 7 and 8 because those were god awful. Season 7 was like, okay, it could have been better. It could have been a lot better in some sections. Season 8 was just, oh, but I'm not going to get into that right now because that's not what this podcast is about. What I really enjoy is the whole concept of the Iron Throne. And if I were to be a king or king, (laughs) why would I be a queen? See, Make your own rules, bro. You could be a king. If you're a king, be a king and queen and no one can stop. See, this is what we're talking about, crackpoint hours, because... I almost said, if I was a queen. Well, Chris, who said you can't be a queen? Me. No, if you're the ru- because if you're I the want ruler, to be a king. Holding yourself back. I would be both. One. Oh, yeah. So, I, if I was a king, I would design my throne to be made out of weapons. Because I do find that to be, like, a really cool concept. Also, I recently watched the film Knives Out. <gasps> It's a, such a fun film. Like it's a it bit is. slow at first, but when it picks up, it picks up, and your eyes just cannot get off the screen, right? And in the um, the film *Knives Out*, there's a little. It's it's not as much of a throne. It's more like a seat that's made out of plastic knives, right? And it just yeah. looks so badass because it's like a seat and surrounded by knives, so. My throne would look something like that, just 
made out of weapons have nice padding so my eye so I don't stab my ass and bleed to death <laughs> and just surrounded with an assortment of different weapons that I enjoy using that knife chair kind of reminds me of like when a peacock spreads its feathers but like Yay. it's all knives it looks so cool it does. what about you so, Jasmine? for me um I do like the Iron Throne, you know how it's kind of like, kind of almost back is like jagged? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I would want that kind of design for the back, but completely made out of amethyst. So I'd have like a huge, obviously there'd be cushions for my butt cold, but like, it'd be like a huge blob of amethyst carved into like a really cool throne. And then I would also have a lot of ornate details. I don't, I think I've said this before, I'm not a minimalist at all. I like ornate, I like detailing. If I'm a king and queen, now I'm going to deck the whole thing out. And it's oh, probably yeah. going to have a cup holder. <laughs> I'm going to want something bougie and I want something comfy. Like, I totally see what you're talking about. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I think that's pretty much all I had to say about it. I just got really excited just picturing it. Somehow want a waterfall in it. In the throne like, or in your castle? Like, like, okay, like, you know, those little fountains that are, like, indoors, but not, like, water fountains, but, like, a water like, you know? Like where the armchairs are, you know, there's like armrest and then there's like the thing that holds it up. Like that can be a waterfall. Yeah, I can see that. Would the amethyst be different colors? I would like purple, but again, I am going to have ornate carvings and details and other stones in it. We'll see. What about you, Kim? What would your throne look like? Well, right now I'm Googling some throne ideas because I feel like I got something. Now, first of all, some of these stones are comfy, but I need them to be comfy. If I'm going to be sitting there and making rules and passing laws like it's none of my business, I need that shit to be comfy. I do not need my ass hurting after sitting on it for like how many hours a day. I'm not saying that's what kings and queens do, but in the movies they do that. So, oh my gosh, our seats should totally be like those electric passagers. Oh, yes. The ones where okay. you sit, like you add it to your couch and you just like turn it on. Yep. Color scheme, okay, I want the thing to be wide. I want it to be like a wide seat. Reason being is because, girl, I don't want to sit upright in the one position the whole time. Maybe I want to put my leg up. Maybe I want to lie down. You know what? Wait, you know how in those music videos or in those movies or whatever? Some those chases? Have a- huh? Okay, it's called chase. Those long couch things. No, not like those. Like, it just needs to have, like, the seat has to be wide enough where, like, if I want to put my foot up, it's not, I don't need to, like, lay down on it, but it's more like my foot has room. Like, kind of like how a couch, like, like a one single couch has room for your mm-hmm. feet type of shit. Like, if you want to f- cross your legs on it and sit comfortably, you can do that. It's just, like, wide enough for, like, if two people want to sit on the same throne, you could. If you want to get spicy on the throne, you can. Not like those, like, really skinny, narrow thrones where, like, you're squished. That's, I want comfort. Uh, And not thrones so that you can lean back and just look like a badass with your legs crossed or your legs open while you're rolling and beheading people. Like, in the Little Mix music video called Salute, I'm pretty sure, I think it's Leanne. I haven't seen that video in years, but I think one of them are sitting on, like, some sort of throne in, like, some sort of, like... They're sitting and they're like in a weird, like not in a position. They're in, they're in some position. She's in some position. Let me find this right now. Cause I know exactly what part of the music video is. She's basically sitting on the chair and like she's like singing and looks so badass where she's like straight up like, you know when you sit on like a one cushion couch thing where like you're sitting on the edge but like your leg is like hanging over the the, the, the arm holder. It's mm-hmm. like if I can like sit, sit like that and pass orders looking like a badass. I kind of want that vibe to it. So I kind of want the color scheme to be like black and gold. I just love that color scheme together. That is very royal. Black, gold. I do think I like the cup holder idea, but I also would like, I don't know, bro. 
Can can thrones play music? Like, is that a thing? You can attach a boombox to it. A boombox, or like it's somehow connected to my to to like some speakers or something. I'm trying to think. Behind, what am I gonna put behind it? Honestly, it's either like. Oh no! So what you're gonna do is your throne is gonna be set directly on top of these really huge speakers. So when you want to play a song, you just choose a song from your phone and right below you the music's gonna just blare out and everyone has to put up with it because you're the queen i love that speaker idea or at least speakers around where i have like a remote that controls everything i'm gonna need like more like a remote like an ipad or something but like not on the throne maybe near the throne or maybe i'll just have somebody you know what if i'm a king or queen i'm gonna have some i'm gonna pay somebody to just change the music for me i you curate the playlist them. beforehand yeah you just order them true and then oh before but behind me, I need like a sequence, and it's either, hmm, is there some way I can make it like, like maybe like black gems with like liquid gold falling behind? You don't have to ask. This is your throne. This is your dream throne. You just say, and it's done. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What's is it? A black, like a black diamond or something? Which is like a liquid. Oh wow, this is extremely bougie and probably very unrealistic. But that is what my throne will look like: black and gold aesthetics, or. Maybe my throne will be black and gold, and in the background might have like a lighter color, white and gold or marble or something, just so you can focus on the beauty of my throne. So like, how do I become royalty? Um, <laughs> you marry into it. Walk into it. Oh, you marry into it. into it. All right, guys. If you need me, I'll be googling the the single princes of the world. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's that's what my throne would look like. Okay, real quick, I gotta ask you guys this before I guess we move on to like the next big question. But if you guys wanna have an intro song now, and I think let's just think we're still kings and queens. But if you guys wanna have an intro song, or maybe a song that you play when everybody walks in and sees you on your throne, what song would it be? You know, like here's the thing. I've thought about this. Not like oh, if I were a king or queen, but like if I were a character in like a movie or a TV show or whatever. Like you know how characters have character themes. Mm-hmm. What oh, yes. would my character theme be? That I would. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. But I like. I want to know so badly. I want to hire someone. Just like, what do you see? I did. <laughs> I, I. I don't know. I'm not. It's okay. Is. Honestly. It could the your theme could vary very differently depending on your backstory, the setting of the world, uh, what's happening in the world right now, um, who your enemies are, it, like all that. Yeah, but if someone were to meet you right now, like in this world as it is, there's still so many things that they could take. They could take from your mm-hmm. backstory, your life, your aura, what you do now. Um, the vibes you give out the kind of person they see you as and that depends like of the level that they know you they're going to see different sides of you they're going to have a different again if they're musically inclined like that they're going to have like a different song you know Mm -hmm. that's like so many questions that i'm so curious i'm never gonna know i feel like my song would just depend on what situation i'm in you're right like okay what if what if my royal highness what if i need to do a boxing match i need a certain type of song i can't be like the same song you know you know, mm-hmm. like in boxing matches or even wrestling matches, they have like this hype song that hypes up the entire crowd. I need something like that for like some badass, like I'm about to go like fly a dragon or some shit. I don't know. You need something badass, you know? But yeah, I would want to know, would mine be more like a gentle one? Would it be more like a beat? Would it be pressing? I don't, I don't know. If I were to have this big royal ball and everybody would dress up like kind of like really like you know renaissance style and i would have a modern ball we play classical music or whatever at least for my entrance bitch i want the classical version of somebody come get her she dancing like a strip 
Eh. Yeah, that one. Somebody the one that... She dancing like a stripper. Eh. Yep. The classical version of that, I need. I love that. That's, that's, that's how we walk so it. Well. And then your highness will throw some ass. <laughs> your royal ass. Okay, oh. now, now that you mentioned like classical songs, there are soundtracks from video games that I really enjoy that could be intro music for me that I just simply enjoy. And I think Majula from Dark Souls 2 is... I said that weird, Dark Souls 2 <laughs> uh, is just such a um, beautiful song because it there is this kind of like somber vibe to it, but it also relaxes you and gives you a sense of peace because in Majulia in Majula it's sort of like the hangout area for all the good people and all the people that are in your team and no monsters can get into this area so you ha- you don't have to worry about anything and it's also the the area where you buy where you buy um where you upgrade your weapons where you repair your weapons where you buy armor and stuff like that so that would be like a song that would represent me if i had to have like a hype song like into the dragon's den or whatever um you know the trailer for wonder woman 2 you know the songs that they play is the blue monday but they like made it epic Oh, I do not remember that song specifically. Okay, listen to it. Blue Monday is a popular song from the 80s. And then Wonder Woman's like an epic superhero. So kind of merged because this is Wonder Woman 1984. They took the song Blue Monday, but they like orchestrated it and they made it like sick. It's just like an epic Blue Monday. I would want like, yeah, like an 80s song or something like that. And then you just make it epic. If I were to make a song about like me kicking ass or something like that it'd probably be so what i would imagine is um something bad happens and there i am going to solve it because of course i'm gonna be the main character in my story and people are telling me to calm down and i'm like bitch you better shut the fuck up because i'm gonna burn this place down and a song that fits really well with that is calm down by cruella such a good song and when i'm feeling fiery i listen to it because it calms me down. I think one song, if like my royal highness had to fight someone, or if I had to like do some sort of sword battle, okay, maybe modern day, if I had to, I feel like one song, or like even if I had to, I don't know, I don't know why my brain is thinking boxing match for some reason. I think it's just because it's such a hype moment, I guess. But that song, Boss Head by Masha Matara and Bungie Garland. Anyone who knows soccer music will know that song, or at least at least know who those artists are. For some reason, the song comes to mind, and I have no idea why. I don't know if it's because they're training each other how to fight in this music video. At least last time I saw it, but the like boss head and like the way the music goes, I feel like you. I just get energized to like move, and I feel like I'm energized to be like, yeah, let's do this. I don't know why. Good song though. I do want to just see a story where all of our kingdoms are just in one world. If we were each characters in our own story, I still don't think I would be the main character in my story. I think I have side character energy at best. At best, I could be like one of those beloved bad characters or like kicks. I or like I think I have NPC energy to be honest. You wouldn't be like a protagonist, but you do have main character <laughs> energy because you're not quiet enough to be one of those. Uh, NPCs that are just brushed off to the side. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, well, that'd be like a fan favorite. favorite. Do do you think? Do you think that like what if our things? What if our things were to like our stories were to combine together? What if we were kingdom? But what if we were like something like 
the Avatar gang. Okay, yeah. Like, again, that makes sense because they're, I'm definitely not the Avatar, but I could still be, like, the last bender. Mm. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? Okay, what if, like, we even had an alternate story where, like, we're somewhat, like, badass fucking characters fighting like that. We all had, like, some sort of, like, powers. I would just say some sort of bending. I don't know what sort of bender we'd be. Well, according to BuzzFeed, I'm a waterbender. Um, also yeah, how did we even... Yeah, everyone see. got waterbender except for Cambrui. <laughs> I took I took one quiz. It's, I swear, some quizzes is so hard because some of them are just like, "What's your favorite ice cream flavor?" You chose chocolate. Well, you're a firebender. And then some of them will ask you like the most in depth questions, and it's so hard to tell. Like I wish there was like some of them are so obvious. So like, what do you like to do? Swim uh, at the beach. Swim. Start a barbecue. <laughs> or make a sandcastle. Like, gee, I wonder. Or like it'll be like, what do you um when when somebody asks you a question, how do you feel? Do you feel calm? Do you feel sad? Do you feel like you can break something? Do you feel angry? It's like, huh, bitch. I wonder what that means. Like those questions are so vague sometimes, yeah. And I'm trying to find I'm trying to like find out. Like I look on Pinterest and I have it right in front of me as saying like, Oh, based on your hand you could tell what kind of bender you are See, and I can tell you are bullshit because the person who made that had a clear bias in mind. Yeah, they wanted their hand to be their favorite but I can't even tell. Like sometimes I'll look and be like, Oh yeah, my hand's small and fat, but then it's not. But then it is. But then it's not. It's so hard. Like had okay. airbender hands? I'm not sure. For me, I, think I, I had airbender air hands. One. For me, I either had um, mine was a tie between fire and air, just because I couldn't tell if my palms were fatter and my fingers were longer, or if it was vice versa. But I know I had like a mixed proportion somehow. I think mine said like mine was fire, but like I don't know. And I'm trying to like look at quizzes to be like, oh, well, let me see. But none of them, no one has an idea. Like the creators should just come up with a quiz and be like, hey guys, we made the story, so we're gonna tell you. And like this? the Pottermore thing the Harry Potter people have. Mm. You need yeah. that for Avatar. I'm yeah, I, I want to know literally what's happening because I know at one point, especially when I was younger uh, and I first started learning about zodiacs and stuff, I honestly was thinking like maybe this had something to do with like your zodiac sign. But then I was like, what the? F- what? You're telling me that everybody in all the nations had the same damn birthday? Don't don't come <laughs> tell me with that bullshit. <laughs> well, you know how birth we all know how birthdays work, all right? But like still. <laughs> It just doesn't work. They can't. They can't put a baby to term unless it's unless, those certain times. Unless they have like certain mating seasons. So you're either born like if you're like the Fire Nation, you're either born as an Aries, as a Sagittarius. <gasps> if you're born in like if you're like let's say you're not born like say you're born in the Fire Nation, but you're not born during a fire sign time, then that means you're a non-bender. Or you're a bender. Ooh, what if that? Oh, that would actually be interesting. But what about that, like Republic City? All right, I didn't want. I watched one episode of Legend of Korra, guys. Is I don't have Legend this of enough. Korra things. We don't yeah. know her. Okay, so like, what? What about like in the concept of after the war when people are mating with each other? Like, how would that happen? Like different nations loving. I have no other idea. Nations. This whole thing we've we've just been pulling it out of our ass. So. I wonder if Avatar Kyoshi ever, like, was, like, not... But when do you think she was born? Kyoshi had an airbender mother and an Earth Kingdom father, I believe. So she was mixed. She was the Avatar. That's why she has, like, the Earth Kingdom guard, but she has the air fans. The air fans were from her mom. And her father was, like, a theater kid. 
That's why he has. That's why she paints her face. It was a theater thing that he did. Wait. So how are all the Kyoshi warriors if they're born in like the Earth Nation? How are they all non-bender? That's what I want to know. We have a lot of questions about the Avatar universe because we are so passionate about it. Yeah, I'm on season. Two, like I'm rewatching it for like the third time. I'm on season. Yeah. Two, I'm on season two. Like episodes. The Sandbenders just took Appa. <gasps> Such a sad story. I had a hard. I'm having a hard time going. They're so mean to him. Where he who? deserves everything in the good in the world. Appa. I'm I'm, I'm at the art for Appa. <gasps> oh my god! I I'm rewatching it too at the moment for the second time this quarantine. And um, let me just say, uh, I'm so sad. I love Appa so much. He's so cute. And then there's Momo. Baby Yoda's got nothing on baby and adult Appa. Honestly, not one thing. I really like the memes were like Avatar: The Last Airbender versus Avatar: The Last Airbender if Appa just started eating people. <laughs> I'm gonna, my favorite one is um someone said Avatar Last Airbender versus Avatar Last Airbender if Momo had a gun and that <laughs> shit made me laugh so hard. I think I might have said this in another podcast, but still, it's so funny. Or if um Katara started bloodbending some fools, that shit is funny. Suko got therapy. <laughs> I swear, I, you know what? I wish genuinely though. Could, can we push for the creators to like literally just think deep and give us like a genuine way for everyone to find out what type of bender they are? I want to know what type of element I should start playing with for fun now. Because they did a lot of research to, to create this story, so like all those background informations, they can make a quiz. Well, did you guys ever see that like theory, that like fan theory that like Ty Lee might have possibly been? She might have had descendants of the air, like the air kingdom. Yeah, I've heard that. That makes sense to me. Like, yeah, that one makes it sense. It makes sense like, if she was a descendant of them, but she's still a non-bender. It doesn't make sense if she's a, an airbender. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think she was a bender. I don't think it would be she was a bender. Like, I think it was just more like she just had ancestry from there. Mm-hmm. And she's a non-bender. She, her... Even her personality would, I think, vibe a lot with Air Nomad. And I'll, uh, someone had something to do with, like, her their physical fe- her physical features as well, which I can kind of see. Only just because she That's looks- why one of her sisters played Aang in the, the yeah, play I, w- I was just going to mention that. Yeah, I mean, yeah it all kind of makes sense. Just the tiny little Easter egg right there. And, like, just... just- her in general especially like i'm rewatching it right now and i'm really especially with that like theory in my mind whenever i see ty lee and you just see her and azula and may and they're just just like the azula and may really look like they can kill a bitch and then you just have ty lee who's like who's like ready to punch someone out she's like oh my god you're cute she's a cinnamon roll but she could kill people no ursa zuko and azula's mom yeah she was what Wait, zuko you know how he's the blue spirit and he has that like drama mask the, the blue spirit mask mm-hmm. the comics apparently they explain how he got it and apparently he got it from his mom because his mom used to be like one of the ember island players and her family used to be like dramatic like that and so she had all these masks from different plays and that's where he got that one oh, damn Ooh, I, think I, I think i might have heard that one i think i might have heard that one because I, I did watch a video about the comics afterwards huh. i actually want to read the comics i them read them I just need more but i'm going to save that for after I finish rewatching again, so it's more complete. I wonder if the way I can find it online. I don't think so, though. I feel like I'd have to actually buy you it. You can find them online because I do remember reading the comic where Zuko and Azula go and search for for their mom. Read comic online too. The promise. I, re- I do remember what happened to their mom. I, I think I looked it up. It's like no spoilers. It's crazy. Okay, I think like it's it'd be whack. Anywho, that's all the time we have for this podcast. It went by really quickly for us. Even though the part one and two were taking years apart, now me and Kimberly have kids, and and Chris is an eighty-year-old man. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
I forgot I should talk like this. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. We hope that you guys are able to, like, I guess relate to some of the stuff that we said. We didn't say anything too deep. Just general stuff. But still, if you guys have any similar Everyone can things, relate to loving Appetite last year. Bender, and if you can't, they haven't. you haven't watched it yet, and you need to go watch it. Yeah. We will watch it, so. And if you have watched exactly. it and you still don't we, like it, then you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. You're not allowed to have an opinion on that. I don't care. You can't come and be like, I have it. my opinion. No, no. You're wrong if you don't like it. It's a, such a good show. Like, 100%. But yeah, if you guys have any similar opinions, you guys are like, you know, have your own views on some of the questions, go ahead. Comment that down below. You're we'll... allowed to disagree with everything except for is Avatar the Lesser Bender good because it's amazing. Exactly. Yeah, everything else you can disagree with except for that. Like, if you think that maybe we should have cup holders with our thrones or if we should have, like, foot, like reclining thrones, let us know. We will definitely agree with you on that. But do not disagree with us on Avatar. That is where we cross the line. We'll come after your ass. <laughs> but, yep, yeah, make sure you guys subscribe and share with your friends. You know, so I don't have to explain this to you, guys. All right, you guys know what to do. And also, make sure you guys check out the description where we might have more information on Maybe the, some of the stuff that we were talking about, some of the songs we mentioned that we would love for you guys to listen to, and any links that we would think is important for you guys to look at, you know. That's where we'd like to connect with you guys in the description. And yeah, make sure you guys follow our Instagram, our Twitter. And that's it. We don't have anything else. We'll make a Pinterest one day for you guys if you want. For specifically for our throne. <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. Oh my god. Guys, thumbs up if you guys want us to make Pinterest walls for our thrones. <laughs> Oh my god. Or just our castles in general. My Pinterest wall is just gonna be full of weapons. Full of weapons. Oi. And you know what, guys? Me and Chris and Jess are going to play, what's it called? We're going to find out what type of benders we are, and then next week's podcast, you guys are going to find out what we got on this quiz, and if we think the quiz is bullshit or not, because I did not look at the questions ahead of time. So yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we hope you enjoyed, and this has been Kim. I'm Chris, and my brain, my brain has stopped working completely now. Uh, and that's Angela, and also Jess, and also okay. Gemma, and Mish, and Julia, and everyone else in the world. They've just been, they've just been quiet this entire time. <laughs> we didn't let them speak. Oh my gosh, guys, you're on mute. Take yourself off. <laughs> oh, rude. They're so rude. Ugh. I'm kidding. But yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been Podcast by Default. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.